Scary stuff here on Dark Side's Couch. This is James. This is Mike. I'm Shay. And it is October. October, as our Latin American friends would say. Uh, it's Halloween month. Nobody else excited? Okay. I'm very well, excited. I mean, it's going to be a weird Halloween. Yeah, it's not like you can. I mean, the specter of death is literally yeah. looming over the planet. It's, it's not, a, Yeah, it's not as funny when it's happening to you. This right. is Halloween's year. Like, this is the year of Halloween. I guess if you want to be like the plague mask wearing doctor for Halloween, that'd be a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. I mean, now you, you got a great excuse to wear your ridiculous masks. I mean, you got to make. Oh, we all went at once. We all stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, somebody's got to make lemonade out of this. That's all. It, it's a great time to start watching all of those horror movies that you've been putting off or mm-hmm. all of those not horror movies like Hocus Pocus that you're just going to watch on repeat. Or yeah, Ernest, and, uh, Ernest uh, versus Halloween, or whatever the fuck it's called. Ernest scared, Ernest, stupid. scared, stupid. Ernest scared, scared the hell out of me. Er, Ernest, Ernest oh, me too. Halloween. I freaked out. <laughs> terrifying, terrifying film. <laughs> you um, know, I'm gonna go for Halloween. I'm gonna wear a shirt that just says the American Healthcare System. That's oh, right. it's fantastic. What a, That's good. What a, <laughs> what a scary time. costume. Very frightening. scary times. Student loan interest rates. <laughs> So we got a month of fun stuff uh, for Halloween. We got spooky and weird comics. Some of them might even be good. Not going to guarantee that, but some of them might actually turn out okay. Well, the bar is going to be set pretty high with the Twilight Zone. This is looking great. Uh, We got the Twilight Zone issue 88 from 1978. Uh, A couple different stories. Uh, The first one we're going to get into in just a moment. I did want to warn everybody that uh, this podcast, as you guys probably know, is haunted. Uh, it's haunted mm. by the ghost. It's haunted by the ghost of bad comics. So, uh, so just you know, they do loom over us. Yeah, and they they really like to come out around this time. Um, so you know, I don't know if oh, there's one there's one coming right here. Oh, what is? Oh, you know what? It's Decay. It's Decay, the poop monster Supergirl fought in Daring New Adventures Supergirl number three. Everybody remember Decay? Get out of here, Decay. Get out of here. Shay finds you distasteful. Come back when you're a pee monster. Sorry. Oh my god, the sound he makes. The sad sound. He's a poo monster. What's he he's he's terrifying. He's at least it wasn't at least it's not the ghost of Hal Jordan's underage girlfriends. Well, there's a lot of ghosts left. There's a lot of there's a lot of ghosts flying around in this in this <laughs> It in wasn't the... that one. You are my least favorite person right what? now. What? I per- told him to get me? out of here. Because of my Hal Jordan joke or because no, of James Pooh Monster? No, James. Joke? I told oh. him to get out of here. Didn't she hear how sad he was, though? Don't you feel sorry for him? Yeah, I didn't even not at all. You have no empathy. Do you feel bad when, like, you a, a I, mass you know murderer says I feel bad? I know I blame. I blame okay. that you're always on your, your phone and you lost your empathy for your humanity. Yeah, looking at that TikTok and that, that witch watch. And uh-huh. China, China has stolen your brain with the TikTok. They just reached I don't have it. TikTok. They reached in through their phone, through, through your phone, and they just yanked it right out. Now, yep. now your spirit of American patriotism I, is lost in the ether of the internet. I don't have TikTok, and I don't have Facebook. You got the other. You got the other one. You got the witchy watchy. And you got the the Google Nords and uh-huh. all those other ones. Uh-huh. So yeah. which, are, you, are, are all three of those just Instagram? Yeah, no, no, no. There's uh, there's a Pic Tac and mm-hmm. uh, Jack Joe. Yep, Tiki Boy, Tiki Boy. I think you have mm. all of them on your modular cellular phone. The Twilight Zone. Let's get. 
which was a show. <laughs> which was a time. show. Um, yeah, this is actually um, our uh, Dark Side's Couch super fan, Art Parker, actually requested some Twilight Zone books recently, but we couldn't do them because they were too good, and that was offensive <laughs> to us. They needed to be. They needed to be shitty. Made by Gold Key Comics. Yeah, so we, we went back to the old uh, Twilight Zone, the, the first uh, run of Twilight Zone comic books that ran from, blah, 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 I don't know. This one actually came out in 1978, so this was towards the end of its run, long after the original series had actually ended. Maybe we should explain what the Twilight Zone is to people. It was like a sketch comedy show. Yeah, it was like Mad TV. Mm-hmm. It was Mad TV in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was a. Um, it was. It was the anthology an... story series. There we go. Hosted by Rod Serling. And Rod Serling then made a different show Serling. afterwards that's just like it, uh, called the Haunted, uh, Haunted it's called Gallery. Night Gallery. Night Gallery. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, didn't I, don't even have, I don't even have all the information. I'm just throwing out Well, the Twilight Zone wasn't on very long. I think maybe five seasons. Was, yeah, the first the first series was five seasons. Yeah, yeah but back yeah. then, like a season was like 40 episodes. It did a total about like something like 150 episodes, something like that. Well, that's yeah. a lot. But again, it's an anthology series. So it's not like one person did every single episode besides Rod Serling open, opening them up. And I'm sure he could do a lot of that just you know right actually there. he did write a lot of those episodes he actually well, he, did not, not right but i'm saying he wasn't the star of all of them so it's not like a bunch of people worked all the time on it aside from right. rod serling and i actually didn't even know I, I guess you guys knew i didn't know that it was actually serling's baby like he he yep. wrote or mm-hmm. co-wrote most of the episodes it was his thing i thought he was just a dude hired to host the show he actually didn't even want to be on camera he'd be talked into it no, he, he watched the it. he watched yeah. the Outer Limits. And he's like, I could do that. And then he made yeah, I like the Outer Limits a lot. Um, Dude, yeah. the Tower of Terror ride at Disney was awesome. It was awesome. Look at fucking Captain Captain Privilege over here. Their Disney vacation. Yeah, I never been to I, Disney. Shaming me. Sorry, because no, we were too well, poor. Of course, she's shaming you. Her name's right in the word. It it was on a oh, school yeah. trip. You can't spell shame. Without can't spell shame, shame without Shay. <laughs> without misspelling shame? Exactly. I don't know how to spell shame. I just said I was poor. I went with school. I went with school. Your school went to Disneyland or Disney World? Look at that. Yeah, look, look the at our orchestra p- and band and, and um, choir did. The unbelievable luxury of it all. You know where I went on a field trip? And I may have mentioned on the show, I've definitely told Shay privately, I went to school in inner city Detroit, and I swear to God I'm not making this up. We took a field trip to the plant where they make the government cheese. This is where your food comes from, James. It it literally was where we got our food from. And they took they wanted they thought we'd all want to go see and we like hung out in a building like where they were processing the cheese and stuff. You're like Bart Simpson when he has to go to the box factory. <laughs> oh, now she's hating on boxes. Now she's too bougie for boxes. When you when the bus rolled up to the cheese factory, did all the kids' mouths like Pavlov Pavlov's yes. dogs start salivating just because they smelled the did cheese? Did you get samples? Yeah. No, I actually don't know if we actually saw the cheese. Like I remember. Oh sitting, my god! I, I swear you just to God, sat I remember. In the lobby. Yes, I remember sitting in like a lobby cafeteria area, like just knowing that this was the place where we got the cheese from. You get there oh and you're god. like, "Sorry, kids, we didn't know they were going to charge us to come in." Yeah, there, there was a cheese. There was so, a cheese tour, but they weren't going to pay for it. We're just going to. Have a field trip to the parking lot, but we can't stay long. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> um, anyway, the Twilight Zone, uh, we didn't really explain what it was. It's uh, We kind of did, but it ran from 59 to 64. Um, so this dude, Rod Serling, would come in looking extremely 1950s, and he'd uh, introduce these little morality stories that were generally, they weren't really scary. They were more eerie. And sometimes um, he was smoking. Sometimes he was. I was okay. He was he's legally just, required. He's just smoking a cigarette, hosting yeah. a show. Actually, I was looking at other pictures of Rod Serling. There are very few pictures where he's not smoking. Yeah, he loves it. Look Apparently, at that's what funded his G- or, uh not funded, fueled his genius. Yeah. And he would uh, and he would use like bizarre occurrences in these stories and robots and aliens and things that he'd make points about society, basically telling people not to whiz in rivers and stuff like that. And it was very progressive. But really, and, every me- every message of the show was uh, that uh, where he can get some cigarettes. That was the underlying. Yes message of everything no like, no every every episode not every episode sorry the moral the joke moral is it was earth all along yes. which is funny because he also worked on planet of the apes where he now? it was earth all along and he's he like oh and he's like oh thank god no he i think he, he wrote a script draft yeah but some of them if you go back and watch some of the twilight zone episodes now they're genuinely scary yeah, they uh, are. yeah, they're, yeah, are. they're they're still for pretty scary. They have uh, they have a, a aura of dread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was very anti-war, and he would he would fight with executives and sponsors and jam his liberal cuck views down our throats. Hey, uh, thank thank God. Yeah, thank God he did. Now we all get to be liberal cucks in this paradise that we live in now. Oh no. <laughs> this is not Rod Serling's America. That's okay. Um, but no, 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 no. I'm I'm a, I'm a Rod Serling fan now. I'm a super fan now. Good dude. Lots of good work that he did. What episodes did you watch recently? Uh, I watched I watched when the, the monster's on the plane. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, yeah, I watched uh, where the uh, creepy uh, guy uh, is uh, th- is saying that things are going to happen, and then they do. I saw well, that well, one. Well, what, the, one. The, the little kid who's God. Did you see that one? The little kid who's God. That's a classic. Yeah. There's a... Uh, the guy who breaks his glasses at right when he can just... After everyone dies and he can just read all day and he can't read now. Oh, yeah. You know, I seem to remember, and this is pulled out of nowhere, but there was, uh, like, one of the... It was revived in the 80s, and I have just this little faint memory of what I thought was a commercial for... Uh, the Twilight Zone in the 80s, and I cannot find any record of it. I may have made it up. It may be a different show. I don't know, but I just remember it was a like an overweight woman, and she was opening a fridge, and there was like a bunch of claymation anthropomorphic food that was very angry at her, and they proceeded to murder her. Well, we should probably look that up, because if it's not real, we should write that down. <laughs> I, I couldn't find it. I looked through the synopses of all the we'll episodes. send it to Jordan Peele. You dreamt yes. it. You dreamt it, dude. It could be Outer I Limits, though. It could have been Outer Limits. Was there an 80s Outer Limits show? I don't remember. Maybe 90s? It could have been a Hitch- Hitchcock hour show. It could have It could have been. I'll look he into that. I, I think Hitchcock is a little early. A little early, God. Early, the, early. the pretentiousness of your oh, wealth. Oh, dude, I, I just had to hold back my fucking pretentious privilege while you guys were talking about episodes to not throw in the titles of the episodes. Wow. Oh, that's not I'm an that, asshole. That, that has nothing to do with your wealth and status. It's just you enjoying a program. I have no problem with that. Whiteness. It's just whiteness. making it's it's me being an asshole. Like, well, it's you having factual information. Well, yeah, but it's it's being an asshole when I hop in and I'm just like. What's the name of the glasses episode? The one, the one the guy breaks. Time enough at last. Oh, you're a big fan. Jeez. I actually have an ex who's a huge fan, 
And uh, so I watched a lot of it. It's actually something that is really good that came out of the relationship. So. Man, I have never had a girlfriend who sat and like watched my shows. Like I, I got friends of mine. They're just like, yeah, my girlfriend just watched me play video games. I'm like, holy shit, that's a thing. That's real. Yeah, I, I did that a little bit with him as well, but that was because he got me and he did genuinely like we thought I would play a, a, uh, an Xbox 360 in Arkham Asylum. And then I, I just don't enjoy video games. I, I don't know why. So I, I watched him play. You should get a Rod Serling tattoo on your face like a gang member. Oh, yeah, it's like it's like over your face. So it's like it's yeah. like, yeah, like are you t- so it's completely confusing. Mm-hmm. Or you try to like tattoo his features onto your face so you like look more like him. So hey, I got a uh, I got a trivia question. See if either of you guys can get this one. I thought this was kind of interesting. So this was the Twilight Zone. It ran for about ninety issues or so. So this was the end of it. This is issue eighty eight. We're gonna look at. But uh, in issue eighty four, uh, somebody had their first published piece of comic book work in nineteen seventy eight. In issue number eighty four, just a few issues before this. Anybody want to guess who that would have been? It could be anyone who's ever written a comic book ever. Well, it's a, it's a very notable person who would uh, be coming up. Uh, would be Frank their Miller. First... That's it. Old oh, boy Frank Miller. Hey, hey. That Actually, was, that was oddly a good guess. enough, that was a good guess. Actually, he had his first two pieces of comic book work published in the same month in March 78. It was a story called Royal Feast in the Twilight Zone about a sheik who can't stop eating. And he had a story in DC's Weird War Tales in the same month. And those, that was his first work. Wow, cool. man, what are the odds? I guess, like, really, though, if it was in the 70s, it was either uh, Frank Miller or Alan Moore. So I really only had two chances, two choices. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, everybody else kind of became forgotten. Um, yeah. But this is number 80, uh, 88, and I picked this because the cover is incredible. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> this cover. And this is how, the, this cover really shows how everyone who works out feels. Yes. They're like, they're like they work out one day and they get a pump and they look in the mirror and they're like, damn, I'm fucking I'm jacked to the kills. And you're not, dude. You're just no. got good down lighting. It's, it's a bummer. Um, it's got these great painted covers. And by the way, these Twilight Zone comics had fantastic painted covers, but we've got mm-hmm. this little scrawny guy and he's lifting a, a dumbbell. And uh, behind him, he sees the version of him that he believes he is, which is big Hercules looking dude. He's not and even all that. Typo on the fucking cover. famous. He's, he's not even all that like, He's not all that scrawny. Exactly. Yeah. That's something that we'll talk about in the story. Because, yeah, he's not that scrawny. On the cover, he is disproportionate because he, he has pecs and then you can see his ribs. Yeah, the rib cage. He just needs to do some torso work, some core work. And, cause he needs his, to his eat. Visible rib cage. Yeah, you really, yeah. But, you know, he still has his ribs showing behind him, though. <laughs> well, he didn't know how to. Yeah, how to, I didn't how notice to... that. Nice. Yeah, that's how it is. Like, that's what, see, he's cutting. He's cutting before his show. So he's not to drinking any water. Yeah, he's not drinking any he's water. He's yeah. like, yeah, he's just starving himself. There's also a typo on the cover. It says, first they laughed at him, now they trembled. Yeah, I saw that and I was going to ask if it was me not understanding nope. grammar it's or if syntax. that is bad. It's just poor syntax. Uh, um, so let's Wait, open up here. There is an ad for Super Pocket Toy Value. I was so pissed when and, I scot- and scrolled. One of, the, scrolled. one of the little dolls, they're called the Poopa Troopa Skydiving Team. Yep. Wow. Is that what the yeah. dolls look like? They're a, they're a shitty sketch? Yeah. yeah, that's the thing is all these these ads for these toys, they're just drawings of what the toys might look like if you get them. Fucking boomers. They're what you would get at Chuck E. Cheese with like the lowest amount of tickets that you can buy something at. You want yeah, some terrible. bubble? You want some bubble stuff, this. kid, huh? You want some <laughs> broken airplanes? You want, uh, you want six tiny dinosaurs? 
So wait, the 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 toys are solar powered? <laughs> what the fuck? No, it's a. I think it's just called a company called Solar Power Toys and Science Kits. I'm like, man, Jimmy Carter had a big effect on this company. <laughs> um, so this first story is called The Meek Shall Inherit dot dot dot. It goes off there. Written by nobody seems to know. None of these stories have writer credits. It's spooky like that. And art by a guy named Frank Boyle. No, nope, no. Nope. Good for And Frank. we open up. So the Twilight Zone stories would be bookended by Rod Serling coming in and telling you, you know, giving you a setup here. But uh, in this one, uh, he's shirtless. He's buff yeah, on the beach. Look how look how bem he is. Yeah, he is very bem. And he's quite young. <laughs> yeah, he looks great. They probably the, had him age, age him down a little bit. The, actually, you know what? Because like around the, this is around the same time, I think the uh, well, maybe it was a little after the, the his spinoff show. What the fuck did we just say it was called? Night Gallery. Night Gallery. He was filming Night Gallery, probably not Night Court, n- not too much earlier than when this came out, and he looked basically the same. He just had a shaggier '70s haircut. Hear no, that? It. Cigarettes preserve you. I got the yeah. Paul Rudd jeans. Yeah, the Paul Rudd jeans for sure. Rod Sterling is Paul Rudd's dad. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah. No, oh, no, he's not. I don't, I don't know. He could be. No, I mean, I was right about Frank Miller. Can't prove it's not. Yeah. Um, I guess you could prove it's not. Um, so anyway, let's not though. Let's just say it's canon. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna check. God no. I don't have time. Yeah. For that. Look at that. Look at that. Like so. Look at like. It looks like the buff teenager who runs over our skinny little friend has like a horrible bald spot. <laughs> yes, he does. He's, he's like he's, bro. No he's wonder he's all big. Yeah. He's all big, but he's taking that extra shot to testosterone. He's wrecking that. his hairline. Um, Too young, bro. You got you, you got to wait till you reach your peak, and then you start juicing. Yeah. Um, I made a joke at the end of the last episode before I even read this, and it turned out to be totally true. Uh, this story is basically about how scary it is when you get doms. Um, yeah. If nobody's yeah. gotten doms before, it's when you, uh, you you strain yourself a little bit and your body explodes on you and you get giant teats for a few days. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's what happened to me. Oh, oh, all right. Weird. <laughs> it was a little it, weird. It, it, it was weird. Teats? Wait, wait. My, I'm sorry. What? What happened? My pecs swole. It was the first time I'd been in the gym in a while because of COVID. And I went down there and I tried not to push it as hard. I thought I like scaled myself back to be careful and everything seemed fine. And then a day or two later, my pecs were huge and not in a healthy way. And I had not, I did not know about doms. So I was starting to get scared. And there's 15 minutes or so where I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. What do you mean dom? What are you talking about? You don't know what doms are? I I thought that was like a, like a a sex role. No. Wow. I'm uh, delayed onset muscle soreness. Oh, lactic acid. Sure. Yeah. The lactic, lactic acid builds up. And uh, you can you you'll swell up unnaturally. Oh uh, no, you're fine. You just get yeah, you just got fine. a pump. Get yourself just, a pump. Well, you take a warm bath or something like that, or give it a couple days. But yeah, for like three days, uh, I knew what it was like to have breasts, and it wasn't fun. <laughs> like I would go down the stairs, and they were bouncing on me. It was not. Oh my experience. god. Shade, your boy have some tits for a while? Like did I didn't think just... they were tits. They were swollen. I felt it. Like I felt God, it going James, on the stairs. You're, James, you're bad at the gym. You're not good at it. Well, this was the only time it happened in three years. And this well, was the first time after COVID. So that's I've the made a lot of terrible gym decisions and I've never had it so bad that I grew breasts. It's it's doms. It happens. Well, no, it's it's swollen because the muscles torn. So he didn't grow breasts. They were like the muscle was swollen to the point of where 
it it happens like Never. giant pecs that's the thing it didn't look like tits uh james hire a trainer stop doing this yourself look who's talking about this <laughs> hire a trainer hire this a is trainer. a man who swears by baby shark Baby shark abs that fucking just shredded yep. my core to pieces. That's a scam. Does this story seem possible? No, it doesn't, Jonathan Frakes. That's bullshit. Baby shark abs is a scam. Uh, um, anyway. Now I'm thinking of this song. Panel one. So <laughs> uh, we're at the beach, and yep. we've got this boy, uh, Marvin Mannerheimer. And yeah, he wears, typical... a, he wears a belt with his swimsuit. All right, that's his biggest mistake here. Uh, and he's on a date at the beach with his fiance, who is Jessica Jones. Yep, she's his hot goth girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She's looking great. He's got, and supposedly he's the dorky nerd, but he's not that worse off than the dudes who are super jacked on the beach. Like they not look really. mostly the same. They're like ten pounds heavier. Yeah, yeah. He just has a rib cage issue. That's it. If he just gained ten pounds of either muscle or fat, he would probably look just like them. Yeah, yeah. he'd be fine. So some uh, bully kicks some sand in his face and uh, makes a big show of things and. Uh, the girlfriend, Jessica Jones, doesn't care. She's totally fine with this. She is the most attractive woman on the beach, yet supposedly Marvin is, a, is a, a loser, which means that either Marvin's father is rich or he's got a sweet rockin' hog. Well, she tells him over and over uh, before all of this happens, I like you the way you are right now. I'm attracted to you the way you are right now. So Dog, you know, like, I like who you are. When the bully pulls up the beach blanket and throws it in the nerd's face, uh, she becomes drier than the sand they're sitting on. No, because of the way she reacts later, it doesn't support that theory. This whole story was written by a dude who was wishing for a girl to be like this because he's, he's, well, had, women, he's had women leave him because he was bullied and he didn't do anything about it. Well, so that's what happens. Uh, he's bullied. He doesn't do anything about it. His girlfriend does not care, but he's super upset about it. And uh, then a mysterious flyer uh, lands in his face with an anatomically incorrect buff dude on it. He looks all right. He's not too I, anatomically incorrect. What do you mean? I don't know, man. He's got some weird bulges that, that don't correspond to anything I know about. Oh, this is muscular. coming from, from fucking a tormatit man. Uh, I think we're just going to go with the drawing. It happens. It fucking happens. It's a common issue. Don't sh don't Jim shame me. I'm, I'm Jim and shaming you, bro. Don't I'm gonna ever gym shame. I'm, a, I'm gonna Jimmy shame you. That's oh, how I'm wow. gonna keep it casual. Is how much I'm shaming you. Hey, you can't spell Jim without James, Jim, mm -hmm. and you can't spell shame without Shay. If you I misspell don't know it, I'm going with this. Okay, we're gonna move on. <laughs> Jim, well, shame. Yeah, we should move on because for five dollars, what do I have to lose? Yeah, so for five dollars, uh, he can uh, get some muscles. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he gets a, a, a barbell sent to him. So uh, this is a magic barbell that just by using it for a little bit, it makes you big. Wouldn't the mm -hmm. mailman who delivered the box also suffer from the same condition? Well, no, it was wrapped. The mailman had bad form. That's why. But it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's because it's wrapped up in a box. You have to touch the bar explicitly. You know, it's funny when this happened, why didn't he immediately like try to find the address that he ordered this from? So what did uh, they do? It was a P.O. box. He's a probably. kid. Yeah. He's going to think about is. himself first. Yeah, he had his mom order it for him. Is he, he a kid? Know. Yeah, he's like, he's like 18 something. Although it does say it's his fiance. But then again, people got married yeah. young at that time. So they get married young now. Yeah, that's true. Um, so he's going to get super jacked. But in the meantime, we have a quick uh, 
side trip for an ad for Twinkies starring Captain Marvel, the actual Captain Marvel from Marvel Comics appearing in this comic book. So yeah. they hired so they hired a writer, right? And they said to him, "Hey, we need you to make a ad. we need you to make a Captain Marvel ad for Twinkies." And he goes, okay, cool. I'm going to turn this into some super pedo bait. Well, this was actually a notable, uh, I forget who wrote this, but it was actually somebody notable. I'll check on that. Uh, why don't you explain what, what happens in this story? So Kevin Marvel, uh, he's flying back to Earth because he's like, man, the rest of the galaxy sure, sure is shitty. I can't wait to get back to Earth and it's boring grass. But, so, but when he gets there, he doesn't notice all the, the wars and the famines and, the, and all that whatnot. He said he sees some kids. They're about to be crushed by an avalanche. And uh, so he flies into the mountain, creating an even bigger avalanche. But, but somehow, that saves them. All the kids are fine. And then the kids are like, man, the real, the real problem would have been if we lost our hostess Twinkies cakes. Yeah. And he's like, what? I'm going to get out of here, kids. Like, what the fuck? Like, Which I, I guess do... has a variety of fillings at this time because the yeah. girl's mouth is covered in red. And then there's a kid in the background who says, I was so busy enjoying being cream filled. I forgot to be afraid. That's not what he says. He says I was so busy enjoying the cream filled I cream filling I forgot to be afraid, uh, which is not much better. I actually got that wrong. It, it, I don't know who the writer was, but the art was by Sal Buscema, who's a notable Marvel mm. uh, artist. Sal so didn't know that he, good. he was he didn't know he was making cuties for Netflix. Yeah. yeah. So that was weird. That's a very bizarre comic. So yeah, basically the message there is uh, Twinkies are so good, uh, you'll ignore the horrors of pre-diabetes. And if there's a rock slide, you won't even see it coming, which is not really a good message. Where Captain Marvel's so white, even the blue alien is white. Uh, well, no, he was white at this point. What well, about the Krees were supposed to be blue? He was like the one exception. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Marvel, never change. So then we get back to the story, and uh, Marvin's about to go show off his new pecs. Would he have uh, to go buy all new clothes? No, so they're just stretched out. He probably a lot of skinny people buy very loose fitting clothes. So in in the hopes that they may look at Jack someday, so they don't have to buy new. Wardrobe. Oh, it's like people that always expect that they're going to be fat one day, so they buy uh, huge wasted pants and always wear a belt. And then they don't feel fat when they get fat, yeah. which is why we got a problem in America. I was like, that way. I, when, I was, when I was a kid, I, my dad always bought me uh, bigger clothes because just in case I got fat and he wanted to buy me new clothes. Isn't that the waste of clothes? It's a waste of materials. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You had to buy the more expensive or rather large. equal just, because you'd still end up with the clothes it just, just saves assumed, him a trip he just assumed i was going to be a fat kid always and i never got there yeah. he's like well, you might who's be the failure you, in that you, yeah you let him down you let your old man down uh so marvin goes to see jessica jones yep. and uh, she's like what the fuck is this and he says my secret baby i took steroids do you love me like this she goes yes holy <laughs> yeah, shit she, this is finally the missing piece. Like, damn, I was just about to dump you because after what happened at the beach and I said that I was cool with it, but really I wasn't because of obvious reasons. <laughs> so they go out dancing and... <laughs> because this is how all women are. So gonna I didn't say that. guy who doesn't stand up for me? Yeah, I love you I... just the way you are, said the, I... said the girl about to dump her boyfriend. <laughs> I didn't say any of that. I didn't say a word of that. <laughs> um, I'm in my late 30s. I've dated for a super long time. Like, you mm -hmm. can't bullshit me. I've, I've dated a variety of people, but there are just these universal truths about coupling. I never change. I don't think I've ever left somebody that was essentially the, the skinny nerd for somebody that looked like the jacked guy. 
No, you're not leaving him for a jack guy. You're leaving him because he was a little, you little pussy on the beach. Because he's yeah. no. You're like, it's okay that you can't provide anything. I like that Mike is deciding for women while the woman on the show is is disagreeing, and Mike is Mike is mansplaining to the woman no, okay, how Shay, women you, work. Shay, all you're doing is lying to people, and you're giving them false hope. All of our wonderful bems listening at home that think that they're gonna find someone. Well, if who, they were a bem, hey, this hey, wouldn't be an issue because they'd have the body. It doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna break up. I added necessarily only because I can't speak for every woman, unlike it's, Mike. It's. It's like not necessarily like that they're going to break up just for that, but that is the final straw because I'm mm. assuming that he acts that way in all situations and she's just finally tired of it. Well, Shay, I would have played your explaining music for that, but apparently this is uh, Mike's area of expertise. So yeah, yeah. What I do I know? Fuck off with your estrogen. Um, so Marvin takes Jessica Jones out dancing and uh, he, it goes completely to his head and he asks her unironically, how does it feel to be dancing with the best looking body on the floor? He doesn't say best looking man. He says best looking body. So he's saying he looks better than even his girlfriend, <laughs> which is not not acceptable. Even but he, a... he acknowledged his face isn't that great. Oh, he Does got he way that? handsomer. Look how good looking he is. He looks like uh, the his million dollar man. Yeah, his cheekbones filled out. He looks What's great that guy's now. name? Steve Austin. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Give me a hell Give yeah. Uh, and so uh, they're dancing and a little scrawny dude bumps into Marvin and Marvin just goes ape shit and throws him against the wall. <laughs> he killed yeah. him. Seriously. <laughs> He just kills him right there. Uh, and so uh, Jessica Jones says, well, this is really hot, but I have to play hard to get on this. So I'm leaving you right now. Right. And then she sees a bunch of women like uh, start to circle around him and she comes right back. Now, no. here's the thing, though. So a bunch of women do circle around him, but they're kind of sevens, whereas Jessica Jones is a solid 10. So right. She's the she's the only 10 in the town. Are, are you willing to swap out? Are you willing to lose the 110 for the three sevens? It's the Tinder rule. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, like he'll uh, downgrade for some action for, I mean, for the night. He, you know, he was a nerd earlier. Maybe he's smart enough to realize when somebody says your brain is gorgeous, they don't really have smart brains. Yeah, but he doesn't care. He's a guy. Who, Maybe he, he literally does have a gorgeous brain. Yeah, he does. Remember, she doesn't you know the, that. You remember the brain emperor? That guy showed off his brain. Right. Maybe it has he a, didn't. This woman does not know that. So that can't be true. His brain probably has a hot five o'clock stubble. Oh, God, that looks good. It's got just 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 like that salt and pepper dignified hair. It rides in. Oh. On, it rides in on, on his motorcycle. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so Marvin decides fuck her. And then he, he doesn't even engage the other women. He just he just starts walking down the street, but he's still growing. Yeah, and then like uh, in the in one panel, he's walking around and all of a sudden he gets a herniated disc. <laughs> well, yeah, so he's still growing. Mike, are he... you establishing that anytime you jump in to explain the comic, it is not going to be true? Well, look at it. Like if you go up before that he gets to the taxi, look how he's walking. Yes. Look at that. He's like walking and his back gives out. He's just like, oh, yeah. oh shit. Frank chose an odd, an odd angle. He tried to do kind of like a skyward <laughs> angle and it didn't work. And he just looks like he's, he looks like he's looking to pick up a quarter on the, on the he ground put, there. He put one plate too many on the, on the squat rack and he yeah, pulled his back out. Can't push it too Maybe hard. he was closer to the taxi than it appears. So his hand was already going down to move yes. the door. He's so he grabs the taxi door and he pulls it right out and it just wrenches off the taxi and the taxi cab driver says, ah, I didn't, I didn't mean anything by that, which is really, uh, I mean, dude, it's a, it, you got to get his insurance information. The taxi like, driver guy is like, your job. Oh, he's like, oh my God, it's the muscle bound dude who killed that guy at the dance club. <laughs> Eight please minutes ago. Please don't hurt me, sir. Once again, don't believe Mike. 
Please don't hurt me. There's a crowd go, there he is. There's the murderer, the disco club murderer. Yeah, the, the, the whole the, the whole crowd that somehow found out about this whole story and what's going on here. Uh, so he runs away and he's still growing and now he's ripping out of his clothes. And at this point he would pass out because his, his heart can't pump enough blood to his body. Right, we learned that from the amazing Colossal Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, can't, you can't grow that fast. Slow and steady gains. Also, he must have um, stretch marks. Like no other. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure. You got to get some cocoa butter. See, this is the point where the story really loses me. Because up to this point, it was going great. And I thought he was just going to keep growing until he just, he, they brought in the National Guard and he collapsed in the street and everything like that. But instead, he nope. just goes home and breaks the barbell. Yep. And then he reverts back to normal. Thank God. Yeah, and now still he, looking good. And, and now he, because of the transformation effect, he like burned way more body fat so he can really see like his definition of what he had originally is like damn i still look good and my cheekbones remained and my jawline stayed i would have think he would have like that flesh bag hanging around his waist <laughs> you know when you lose much weight it's just like a bag of fat no, it, all, it all went to his chin oh, well, that's good for him because his face so, is different from the beginning of the book he, yeah. he still has mm-hmm. the muscle man face yes well that's really yes, the main part you want he's like oh nice all right that was worth it you want the face more than the body anyway like people are going to see the face all the time they're rarely going to see the body right. i mean my face changed shape a little bit when i lost weight yeah yeah that, that's true that happens yeah that'll happen uh and so then we end the story uh they're back at the beach uh jessica jones has taken marvin back and then a beach ball comes in and gets in the way, and, and uh, Marvin is about to threaten this skinny dude, uh, but then he realizes they're both wusses, and so they just kind of call it a compromise, and Jessica Jones settles. You can tell that she, uh, no, I disagree. I think that uh, she's glad to have him back because now she's wearing a skimpier bathing suit to remind him what he was missing. So that he yeah. She is, actually. So he never leaves again. She looks great. She looks fantastic. All right. She knows that he, he, she probably had a bad, really bad breakup with like some Chad dude. And she's just like, I need a guy who's going to be there for me when I come home from work. I need a total doormat. No. And so at the end of the, at the end no. of the story, Rod Serling pops in and this kind of confused me because he says Marvin has grown a lot wiser thanks to a dumbbell he received from the Twilight Zone. Up to this point, I had assumed the Twilight Zone was just a, like a concept. No, it's him. This seems to suggest it's a real place with like a P.O. box. Yeah, he's like the he's like the old man from 100 Bullets. That's really that's really crazy. So like, did he send the barbell yes. in order to have a story? Yeah, it would be funny if he, like his head pops up in the in the panel and he just goes, can you believe this cuck? See you later. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm just struggling with the concept. Did they say uh, cock just, back then? Was that a thing? Is that no, new? not as an insult. No, it was a word that existed, if but that, it, it if, wasn't. If a, that were, as a, was a, an insult I, it, like forever, I think I would have been called that in, in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all would have been. You know? Cock would have replaced the, some of those other words we can't say now. I know. I was referred to as all those other words. Yeah, me too. I got those words. A few the new times ones they too. are a changing. Yeah. Uh, good. I want I want the young boys to hold each other's hands during sad times. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we got some more ads. I don't some iron-ons you get for your T-shirt with like Grizzly Adams. I still don't know who Grizzly. Adams I would is love a years. Grizzly Adams iron-on 1980s shirt. <laughs> I don't know. 1970s. Who that is. 1970s. 1970s. Even more. I want a cute kitty. I want Christy, whoever the fuck that is. These are just those names that you hear that you think you're supposed to know, like George Washington, but nobody actually yeah. knows who they were. Like, yeah. what, what the fuck or, is this? I want a t-shirt that says of Sean Jacket. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is just described as turkey's need. Wow. 
Yeah, it's like something you'd find on a fortune. There's cookie. some more pedo bait. Kid for hey, rent. Kids, there kids we go. For rent. There we go. Cheap. There's a sign that says "kids cheap. for rent." They're yeah, cheap. Yeah, that's right. That's how they were back Means then. Very they easy. weren't concerned about uh, the trauma of children back then. We need uh -huh. to make a like bingo board for things Mike says. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep I keep track. I try my best. So like here, there's a a Star Wars watch, but it looks like it's two log cabins. Yeah. Like you order a just, Star Wars watch and you get it like, yeah. oh, it's Star Wars and it's some some picturesque log cabin. This is this is from when things were going bad for Han Solo. It's uh, Yoda's house and that's on that planet. <laughs> it wasn't going well. They're like, wait a minute, that movie's not even out yet. So that's it, and then we'll get into the next story. Oh, I hear I hear the chains. Oh, wait, who's this? I can't even tell who that is. Oh, it's the cougar. Oh boy. Oh, that was. Oh, the cougar's dead, too? Oh. Aw. Well, bye-bye. He did get paralyzed in his second adventure, so he probably didn't hang on like Good riddance. Get out of here. Go, go, go. Wouldn't it be the Upset? sound of his wheelchair, like, squeaking? Yeah. I don't know, man. The spirits aren't clear about those, this. Those chains he's wearing is really going to cause some drag. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. already dead. What are he's pushing around. I don't know, man. Get, I, I don't know. I feel for the guy, Maybe but he's got to get out of here. Maybe the Supergirl poop monster is yeah. pushing him around. Yeah, decay. Yes. Well, no, you would have heard that. He doesn't. He doesn't go anywhere quietly. So then we get into the next story. It's a story called Farewell Performance, also written by who knows and art by Mike Roy. Rod Sterling. He wrote them all. Yeah. <laughs> you know he might have. These are all his pseudonyms. I really like no, this art. Well, I think he was almost dead. Yeah, the artwork's nice. Um, it's good standard comic book art, but it's clear. It's clean. So uh, this story is about an actor, a thespian, if you will, and. Uh, this uh, other actor that he's working with is super jelly because he's not nearly as good of an actor. He's like, yo, bro, mm -hmm. how come you're so good at Hamlet now? And he's like, well, t I'm going to tell you the truth is none of your fucking business. And then he model struts away, like with with each yes. ass cheek pushed from left to right. So he really gets yeah. a look. It's just like, I don't even care if you're looking how good my sexy boat walk is. Oh, yeah. It definitely looks like he's clenching his ass yeah, and his walking. pantaloons on. And that's not his that's... and that's not his Hamlet costume. Those are his street clothes. That's just what he yeah. wears. Yeah. This was not a dress rehearsal. So uh, apparently he got this liquid from some strange place. I'm going to guess some crazy witch at a, at, a, at a vendor at a mart that's no longer there anymore. And you go there and it's just a dust storm. Otherwise known as uh, Adderall from a pharmacy. Yes. Well, that doesn't make you a better actor. Yes, it does. It might. <laughs> Adderall makes you better at everything. That's why it's, that's why it's no chemist. extremely addictive. Uh, and then there's an ad for these things. Uh, they're called Flippets, and uh, they're incredibly stupid. It's for when they want you to stop beating up the wiener kid at school so they <laughs> buy you this other thing you can hit. Yeah, it's like a little vinyl image of your favorite superhero character, and then they have, like, weighted little feetsies, and so you throw them and they land on their feetsies. It's for all you mothers out there who are tired of having bruised legs. Well, but it's weird because they decided to put the logo in between the ankles and the feet. So it's a character, mm. a couple inches of space, and mm. then feet. Oh, I yeah. see. It's like a lawn dart. I thought it was like a big balloon thing that you could beat the shit no, out of. It's oh, not a no. It's not uh, a bop That's what I thought it was. Yeah. All right. You 75 cents? You're not getting a bop them. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're a, a shitty aunt looking for a shitty gift for your shitty nephew, like this is this is something you might get him. Get him this underdog one. That was huge. They still like lame ass kids shit? God, he sucks. <laughs> All right. I'll get him this. God, your kid sucks. Uh, then there's more ads for bubble gum. Yeah, sugar-free, good. So then you're a you're a sexy bem and not some 
fucking asshole. I honestly, as we pass this, I wanted to. I was. I wanted to try some. No, <laughs> no. That's empty sugar. Empty sugar. No, so it's sugar free, it. dog. It's sugar free. It's it's got it's some soft. sugar substitute in there. Yeah, it's not soft anymore. It's forty years old. Uh, I'm looking for the the kid who uh, like excellently swallows it and it's blowing the bubble out of his ass. That's not happening. So anyway, we get back to the story. Yep. The first actor, uh, the, the shitty actor, confronts the good actor and says, hey, hook it up with a little some of that, that scissorp. And he says, ah, no, no way. And they get in a fight and he inadvertently murders the other guy. The black haired yeah. actor looks like Waluigi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little. It's, it's Waluigi and uh, Anton, what's his name from There Will Be Blood? You know, I just, yeah. I just learned that if you look up, if you, cl- you do a close up of Waluigi, You'll see that the L, the upside down L on his hat is a sticker and it's peeling off. Really? Uh huh. That's the detail that the people in Nintendo put in. That Waluigi is such a fucking loser. <laughs> he can't even get a. I'm re- glad we're pausing to look at this. Yeah. <laughs> he can't even, we're taking a, he can't taking even, a look up break. He can't even get a real hat. <laughs> wow. Which game was this? I don't know. Waluigi's my favorite. Yeah, I think it's just in continuity of that. There's also But it's that, not uh, coming off. Like it doesn't look no, like No, you have to well, zoom in. Like it's like Yeah, you can't make it come off in all the images. It would be it would be a pain in the ass. He was always my choice in Mario Soccer. Oh. So it shouldn't be called 7 Luigi, 7 EG because it's an upside down L. Why is he no. Wa Luigi? Cuz Wario because is Wario. Wario because it's an upside down M. No, or so, so you thought you would think, but it turns down out L. No, it turns out that from the dimension they're from, you just start your names with W-A. No one actually ever says that, like, Waluigi and Wario hang out. They hate each other. Like, there's no, like, game where they're, like, partners. Just like Mario and Luigi uh, love each other. Yeah. Like, Luigi. Wario and Waluigi hate each other. Waluigi just seems like he was a homeless guy who saw, like, Luigi on the news. And he was just like, I could do it, too. (laughs) Hang out. Here's a shitty hat for you. Come be my sidekick. I could be be a a, a Mushroom Kingdom character. Get in all the games. I'm really glad we took this break. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's not much to say in the story, really. This Um, is true. So the good actor dies, yeah. and the bad actor takes his scissorp and just leaves his corpse in his dressing he's just room. Like, Not a good murderer. He's like he pushes him, and the good actor smacks the back of his head on the wall, and he and so he goes up to him, puts his head on his heart, and he's like, "Oh, no heartbeat. He's dead. All right, moving on. Yep. Now go back up. And, no, you're going. You're going oh too God. far. You're going too far. About more amazing T-shirts. Like I want that Startsky <laughs> and Hutch T-shirt. Mm-hmm. There's a Sean mm-hmm. Cassidy shirt." There's, yep, a, there's a shirt that says "Don't feed the bears." Yeah, Travolta on a chair. I want, I want a Farah eat your heart out shirt. Yeah, good guy. Harker Stevenson, whoever the fuck that is. You think they sold a single one of these? I don't know. To me, Harker Stevenson if, looks like a Chevy Chase. I would love it if one of these they just it, like these were all celebrities, and then just one guy decided to put himself in there, like one intern. Who would know? There's like Miss yeah. Smith. Who the fuck is that? That's my hot neighbor. The Dallas cheerleaders. My hot neighbor, Miss Smith. I gave her a shirt. <laughs> wow, you can get a shirt that says "Touch of Class" spelled out in glitter letters. Because <laughs> yeah. wow. you're classy, but just a little. Oh, here's the rest of that turkey's need. It's turkey's need love. Oh, that's what they need. Oh. See, look at that. See, we went back and looked, and now we know. Look at that. Yeah. I'm glad we have a, a you know a cause to rally look, behind now. That kid looks like he was like the editor's dad, like the editor's son, and he's just like you're, yep. you're like put on this shirt, <laughs> take his photo. <laughs> oh look, and they're charging the same price whether you get a small, a medium, or a large. Back in the day, so yeah. I guess I was wrong. Back. I guess there's no disincentive to get the the larger size. Ah, <sighs> back in the day, grow into it. 
Peter Frampton. Yeah, Peter Frampton. Yeah, yeah he's playing. Frampton it. was coming alive, unlike unlike all the ghosts and ghoulies this month. Mm-hmm. Um, so then back to the story, and the police show up, and they look at the uh, they look at the body of the actor, and they conclude that yeah, I probably hit his head. No need to no need to look into this anymore. They're like, well, it's the '70s, and there's no forensics, so oh, oh well. What's DNA? We don't fucking know. Like, we just do what we want, and nobody's gonna enforce anything. So we don't the, care. So like, oh my god, what are we gonna do without the sh- without our main actor? Like, we need someone to finish the play, and the bad actor Waluigi was just like, hey, I can do it. And he goes, oh my god, did you kill him? What? No. <laughs> why? Else? Like, this is working out really well for you. Yeah. Like, why else would you like step up like this if you didn't actually do it? Wanted his position. No, that's not it at all. Do you have some magic juice that makes you a good actor? No, I swear to God, I don't. He's like, okay, you can do it. But if any of those things are true, we're gonna have a problem. He's like, no problem. Speaking of things that aren't true. Now, look, sure, I hated him. And yeah, if he had some magic juice, I would have murdered him and taken it. But that didn't happen. He takes, what? He takes the juice and turns into Willem Dafoe, the world's greatest yes. actor. I don't know. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel, when's the last movie Daniel Day-Lewis made? He retired. That's right. And right now, that means Willem Dafoe was the greatest living actor. Okay. With semantics, yes. Uh, I guess we're just forgetting about The Rock. Okay, great. He's like seven feet tall, so I really don't know that why makes he's not you, a conversation here. Height, of course, like in all things, matter more than anything. Else. It absolutely does. That's why you tell s- that to Shaq. Why they're still selling Andre the Giant t-shirts. Tell that to Tom Cruise. That's right. He's going into space. He's short. He's short, but he convinces everyone he's uh, tall. All his movies, he's super tall, Shay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, because he knows. Want to why? That's how he, he got ahead. Because he's a great actor. He's acting like a tall he man. He acts tall, and we think he's tall, so he is tall. Yeah, which is very similar to what's happening in the comic, because he actually seems to change his features and embody who yes. he is playing. Yeah, he, yes. uh, his features change. Yeah. He plays a gladiator, and then uh, a weirdo, and then a flasher. And he's great, and his name is Archer Frayne. Yeah. Willem, Archer Frayne. Willem Dafoe. So uh, things are going great, and so the director says, hey, remember when I was shitting on you for being a terrible actor before? Now I love you. I don't even care if you killed the previous guy and took his magic acting juice. I don't even care Frankly, anymore. I hope you did. He's like, thank God, because I did all those things, and they laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the uh, manager comes in to tell him about how the producer or the director is going to be there, and he says it's going to help him and the entire cast as well. Yeah, they just hire everybody. As, as if they're like a package deal. Well, look at being a package deal. Look at the, the producer and the actor. It's Mario and Luigi. <laughs> yeah, or, this is, this is yeah. the dance. Or Wario and Waluigi. So yeah, this doesn't make any sense. The 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 play director is convinced that a movie producer is going to not only hire the play director to be a film director, but take the whole cast and crew with. So okay, there is precedence for that because in the when they made movies back in the day, a lot of times what they did was they just took a stage play and hired everyone from the stage play and just filmed it. That's how Dracula was made. The the Bela Lugosi Dracula movie. Those are all the people that were in the play. That was a long time ago. This is 1978. Right. Although this guy's old already, so right, he probably that's how they did it. That's how they, you know, whatever. They didn't have internet. They just, didn't know. They got cast. They know they better. Casting people. They're like, just get everyone on the play. So uh, Arthur Frayne uh, decides, well, shit, I should probably OD on this stuff. It's, <laughs> yeah, the, it's the only vial of the stuff I have, so I should probably use all of it right yeah, now. Yeah, what's he going to do with No, he says I'll swallow an extra amount. He doesn't that's finish uh, it. He drinks half the bottle. I'm looking at it right now. 
That's still not finishing it because it's important later. It turned out it was just grain whiskey. Yep. Yep. Well, no, because then his features start to change. Just like when you drink a lot of whiskey. And he actually looks, and then he actually looks like Caesar. Yeah. And they uh, say, you know, he embodies it so much, it's almost like him because he is. Is grain whiskey even a right a right term? Okay, I don't drink. Okay, grain whiskey. Okay, I didn't fuck that up. Grain whiskey is an actual Normally term. Normally refers to any whiskey. Yeah, he gets a, right, cool. he remains skinny, but then he gets a belly over time, and he gets a big red nose, you know, yes. and he starts having... Or he changed in one, you know, uh, show. We call it a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I forgot one. that word. We're on one. Yeah, one show. <laughs> Aren't you the performer here? <laughs> Not anymore. They were replacing you with Curly Shay. We talked about it when you were getting water. <laughs> oh God. Shay had to take a little break, and we had a we had a little company we meeting. Immediately, we're just like, let's replace it with Curly Shay. Let's find. God damn. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable with somebody drinking water on this show. It just doesn't go along with the aesthetic. Then, <laughs> I don't care for that. You guys scared? I'll hold my pee longer than you now. Oh, again. We did have a contest. We did. Have a pee no contest. one won though. Nobody I won. won. Okay, Shay. Let's, I held it longer and peed more. We're not going to change the rules just because. Those aren't the. What the, are you yeah, talking about? Business history. You are the pee expert, though. Yeah, that's right. So you are. It's going to be a little skewered. Yeah, we should do the ghost of Shay's uh, 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 championship uh, bladder. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so he's playing Caesar. Yep. And uh, all the other actors stab him with plastic knives. Right, but he's such a good uh, actor that he dies for real. Which really isn't acting so much as it's just being delusional. But all right, cool. Yep, and now he's dead, and uh, then Mario's just like, "Well, there goes my brother." Uh, and so then, there's, so then there's uh, an even more Mario-looking guy going through say, this stuff. Yeah. So so all right. So at the end of the story, uh, Arthur Frayne's dead, and now there's a couple of old people that are tasked with going through his things, and one of them is clearly an elderly Luigi. And uh, backed with a woman who is an elderly Mario. He's even got the overalls, the hat, the mustache. <laughs> There's a lot of. This is where they got the idea for for uh, Jump Man, aka Mario. Oh some, yeah. Some Japanese guys man. watching this. He's like, I have an idea. See, but see, it, Mario wasn't actually Italian. It was a Japanese guy who just talked that way. Well, I think he didn't know anything about like American culture or Italian culture or anything. He was just doing. One stuff. One thing the Japanese are known for is not giving a shit about racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so these guys are cleaning out everything. He even walks into the room and says, our orders are to gather all of Mr. Frayne's belongings and put them in boxes. Like, there's nobody there. Like, he's talking to his assistant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. Like, okay. Just <laughs> what a weird thing to checking. mention. She's like, are you supposed to be smoking in here? He's like, no, nah, I don't actually light it. I just suck on it. Also, it's 78. They probably thought it was, you know, still good for them. Got a corn cob pipe. She's like, hey, if you think if I drink this, uh, I'm going to get a lot of rolls. And he's just like, nah, you're a woman over the age it's of like, 35. Yeah. You ain't getting shit. They think it's medicine. And then and she so, pours it down the drain. And yeah, it's like the moral at the end is it's dangerous to leave other people's medicine laying around. That is a good moral. All right. And this, no, that is a good. And this was the birth of the a shit now. monster and how he got that role in Supergirl. Yes. He like <laughs> went down the drain. Didn't work out well for him. The sewer. And he's like, finally. And then Rod Serling comes up and suggests that the medicine was mailed to him from the Twilight Zone. So this is really, I'm really baffled about what the Twilight Zone is. 
I'm really confused why you think they mail everything. That's what they do. It's the Every, Twilight thing. Things just appear. Everything has been mailed. They didn't have that much power. It's him ruining like, people's lives because he hates nerds and he hates actors. He even delivers it himself. He, he has a he disguise has a little... in his own Mario outfit. Well, then that's not mail. That's just a package. Well, you come from a, he comes from a world where it's like the only disguise is Mario. <laughs> <laughs> he side hustles as a mail delivery man. It's like there's like there's like Mario costume stores on every block, like a Dunkin' donuts <laughs> halloween is just mario Day. everyone does it everyone like like they need to put on a disguise for whatever reason and they just they just overalls and a mustache it's just a given they're like yeah. that's the, i'm in disguise clearly yeah but what if you put on a, yeah what if you wore a different disguise and they're like blows their mind like, i mean what? if they all look alike then nobody knows who anyone that's is the, so that's the thought there's an alternate universe and, out there where that's and true. then when they have that anonymous orgy it's a lot easier and the only dog costume is yoshi uh, they just give oh, you a yeah. little shell to your dog? That's the, that's the, the no, like the humans wear it, and those are the furries. Ooh. There's another uh, dinosaur. In the Mario world? Where's another dinosaur? Yeah. No. Well, oh, the, the transsexual one? Bowser? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a trans- um, it's his girlfriend. Uh, um, Beppo? Starts with Bibby? a D. Yeah, from Mario, D? Mario 2. Uh, Mario 2, uh, transsexual dino yeah what was that one called birdo yeah pretty obvious yeah, we, should have, yeah. we should have figured that out birdo was uh yeah but... birdo was pretty progressive at the time yeah mm-hmm. i didn't Good for i didn't even think twice about it as a kid reading the instruction manual no you weren't aghast yet no, i was just like yes yeah, perfectly you fine well, i don't what, think we look at these characters and think male female i did oh i, I did strictly yeah, i categorize everything <laughs> yeah. i have to because of the if, bible if mike had known he would have been furious. He mostly only played those Bible games. That's right. I, like, I just had a clenched fist, fist and rage like that yeah. dad who didn't want his daughter playing with models. He just, yeah, Mike <laughs> just like those games where you're like Noah stacking animals. That's what he was into. <laughs> Noah games only. Uh, an ad for some Looney Tunes right, stuff. Right, there's a, a Elmer Fudd trying to kill somebody with a gun. Bugs Bunny eating a carrot. That's where the whole like bunnies eat carrots myth came from. So I so mm-hmm. I, I I've been wondering. I heard recently. I don't know if it was true or not that uh, Warner Brothers went back and digitally removed all of Elmer Fudd's guns. I had heard that too, but I don't know if it's a rumor I don't think, either. I I know they said that in the future in new things he will not have his guns, but I don't know if they edited the old ones. That, see, look, you could see they took away Yosemite Sam's guns right there. You could see where they used to be. And then, Maybe I'm thinking of Yosemite Sam. they edited Sam. them yeah. out right there. Well, this was I don't 1978. Think that, I was about to say, I don't think they did that. This was the plan, James. This is where they start the gears in well, motion. I, well, I'll say, I'll, no, I'll give them a little bit of credit. I'm not saying that this, this wasn't true because it, it very well could have been true. But I will say that in general, Warner Brothers, uh, when they, with their old racist cartoons that have, you know, all that stuff, they still release them. But they put a disclaimer at the front said, that said, like, this is super inappropriate. Don't 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 base your life around this cartoon. That, but they didn't edit. That's them. I prefer that to them removing the uh, lady's Same. voice from Tom and Jerry. I didn't like that. But, you know, they removed what? the lady's voice from Tom and Jerry. So they thought that the, t- the, 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 the black lady who owned Tom, the cat, you know, mm-hmm. they thought her voice was too racist. Oh, so too, too much of a. Yeah, that's right. difficult. We're in a difficult time. I mean, she just had a black lady's voice. Like, it's like it is what it is. All right. So we've got one more story here, and uh, it's the weirdest one. It's called Superstar uh, Art by Sal Trapani. And uh, it's like eight panels long. Yeah. When it ended, I legitimately thought we accidentally didn't pages. get the, yeah, it, that we it, didn't it, get the it, last like four pages of the comic. Yeah. It, it ended like 
Just like, as it was, it was the getting beginning good. of the story. It's like this is normally how all the Twilight Zone stories begin. Yeah. And now we like now we yeah. figure out that he filled his uh, robot his, his robot pop star too much full of cum and it broke. Whoa. Okay. No. Nobody's gonna have any idea what you just said. That doesn't make any goddamn. So I'm, I'm. He's starting at the back, uh, the back of the story like it's fucking memento. I'm gonna start at the beginning of it, which is that uh, there's this pop star. And uh, she's very, uh, she's very beloved, but her overprotective father keeps shepherding her away, won't let her like uh, hang out or, or meet anybody or take any photos. And then uh, we come to find out that he made her in a lab, fell in love with her, probably pumped her full of a lot of human semen, and now mm-hmm. he can't turn her off. Yeah, and right. she's, she's getting bitchy. It's, it's just like a real girlfriend. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's inappropriate. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna commend that. I'm just kidding. And that's and it just ends like that, and just Rod Sterling hey, pops look at, in. Look at yeah, Rod at Sterling. End. Rod Sterling is just like, 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 hey guys, you know, uh, pretty soon this is going to be normal, so don't judge. You keep calling him Rod Sterling, and I think you're thinking of the president of the Hair Club for Men. Rod Sterling. <laughs> I'm thinking of Rod Stewart. Oh, I see. What was he his name? Sy Sperling. I think you're thinking of Sy Sperling. Not. <laughs> wait, wait, this is Rod Sterling. Serling. 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 Oh, there's like no the, T. So he's always making that steak. That's where that name comes from. That's the root. Serling? He's always making Sir, sirloin Are you thinking steaks. of sirloin? He, he comes from a he comes from a long line of sirloin steakers. I'm pretty sure you're wrong, but I don't know then enough about L- steak then, to then, say and so. And then when they go to then they went to Ellis Island, they changed it a little bit to make it more American. All right. But a, but but it, deep in his soul, it's a total fabrication. Deep, deep in his soul, he's always ready to make some sirloin steaks. Dude, Jonathan Frakes is working overtime on this. <laughs> Um, you think you think like uh, if when he stands the uh, the the robot mechanic bed up that he has to clean up the floor because of all the jizz like dripping down. Yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't have a little cup. It doesn't have a cup uh, with like a seal. You don't hole. know that. He didn't think that he was just going to be pumping full of jizz every but day. But I feel like after he does it once or twice, he realizes, uh oh. But then he didn't want to get a, in there. It's too like, gross. He's, he's like, I have a I got a personal problem. <laughs> or maybe he's into it now. Maybe he likes watching so, it fall out now. So you can see that they. So in the short amount of time they had, they had to tell this story here. The professor uh, who built the robot, his facial features changed nonstop. Yes. Like here, no, he's no. like got. He's got a lot of. He's got like an Elvis haircut and a mustache, right? Yeah. And then you go down a little bit. Now he's much older. Yes. And he has a different haircut. And it's, his mustache. Is it still there or is it gone? Uh, let's see. I mean, it's literally eight panels. And like, he's in like, like he five age, of them. He ages and de-ages quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. I don't know what's going on here. And Rod Sterling is just like, I don't get it either, guys. <laughs> like, well, we needed to fill two more pages. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. He, he That's just, the real twist. Yeah. <laughs> it's time you learned about collation, children. <laughs> Um, and that's kind of how the book ends. Yeah, there's a there's a toy to teach kids to not have any empathy for other people. Yep, that's and then you yeah a bunch of toy stores uh, a bunch of toy soldiers you can buy, and then yeah, there's kill some, the enemy, kill uh, the enemy for America, and then you can buy a bunch of Apache arrowheads, which you should otherwise do. known as rocks that they just they just sharpen yeah. themselves. Yeah, there you go. Profit off of a culture. That was a 70s and 80s thing, wasn't it? Like, I remember in movies and TV shows, everyone was always collecting arrowheads. I never heard of the Jasper tribe. No, Jasper is the type of rock. Oh, I'm not a geologist. Obsidian? Flint? Obsidian, oh, they make, they make great video games. They just got bought by Microsoft. 
Who are you talking about? Geologists? Apache obsidian. arrowheads? Oh, obsidian? Yeah, they made oh. they made games I enjoyed in the past. So that's that's that's, that's kind of great. Good about for it. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if there's any more uh, any more ghosts coming through. Let's see what we got oh. here. Let's any more chains. Wait a minute. Yeah. Is that Kiss? Still alive though. Why is? Okay, I don't know why Rock Group Kiss is in there. I mean, we we talked about Kiss in the Marvel uh, Marvel Super Special book they did, but they're they're alive. They're not even dead. Maybe maybe when they've lived so close to death for so long, you can kind of just walk between the worlds like that. You think maybe like death was like, oh shit, I was supposed to kill those guys like 35 years ago. You got a couple of them. I don't have any problem with that ghost because all you did was just play. All it did was just play yeah, uh, Kiss music. Like that wasn't yeah. scary or creepy. Yeah, that was just a, a nice little dance break. Because they're a superior group that we all enjoy their music. Yeah. yeah and we also they're... enjoy their blood-soaked comics. Yeah. And <laughs> somehow they're still alive despite putting their blood into comic books and stuff. I don't know how that happened. That's how all they right. do it. They bloodlet a little bit. Turns out that's a, that's a good thing to do. I don't tell you that. Instead, you're just you're just going to your doctor and getting your vaccines. Yep. Uh, you gotta let your blood out, and you have to say stupid shit in interviews, and you'll live forever. Everybody That's... doesn't know that really Q is James. <laughs> um, James all along. So that's about it. Uh, so how scary was this book? Uh, this was on a, on a scale of uh, zero to ten in scariness. Mm -hmm. This was a hot zero. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shay, how, how how scary was this for you? This was yeah, not scary in the slightest. Yeah. I would yeah. like to order that uh, that barbell set. Yes. <laughs> I but if you want to ask about opinions of the comic, like your rating system okay. as usual, then then I have a different opinion. Well, I'm a, I'm evaluating based on scariness this month, but you can evaluate however you like. What did you What did you think? Well, I thought in the scale of one to five that it was a solid like 3.5. And the best wow. way I could describe it is that I wouldn't seek this out in any way. But if I were in a waiting room and it happened to be there, I wouldn't regret reading it. Oh, yeah. You're at the dentist's office and you're like, ooh, comic books. Yeah, exactly. And I'd read oh, it yeah. and I'd be like, eh, that, that was fine. It's the only reason I go to the dentist. Right. <laughs> I usually leave afterwards. I seem to remember dentist offices used used to have comic books, and now whenever I go to the dentist's office, they don't. They, it's just like they got nothing. Yeah, well, highlights like, for kids. Every fucking lobby in the world has highlights for kids. They just want you to play on your phone. Highlight, whatever. You can get highlight for children as an adult. Like they won't check. Like technically, you're not supposed to subscribe if you're an adult, but they don't know. Yeah, they don't. So know. that's a adult uh, life hack for ha you. Little hack there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I you guys I are so I. I don't, so I didn't think it was, the, the first story came really close to being scary, but then it backed out. It didn't go all the way. And the second story uh, was trash. And the third story stopped before it could get scary. So I wasn't terribly impressed, unfortunately. So it's only, it's only two out of five deadlift bicep tears. Ah! Ah! You gotta, you gotta have a spot on that. Do you remember that like Sarah Live sketch with Phil Hartman? And he's like a he's like an Olympic weightlifter, and he's on all the drugs, and he tears his arms off. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I also remember the. Uh, it's a more obscure one. It was a it was a, a weightlifting talk show called How Much You Bench, and it was a bunch of dudes. But oh, the, the, yeah, they, they do you remember legs. this? 
Yeah. yeah and they, they like had fake bottom halves of their bodies. So they just had like little doll legs that would kick. And, and so they had these giant arms and just little doll legs and people would call them up just to harass them and <laughs> make fun like, of their doll legs. I was like, yeah, I just benched 500 pounds, steroid free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They all, they all kept insisting they were steroid free and people would just call up and, and just talk about kicking their ass and everything. And they would get all mad and try to get out of their chair, but they couldn't. <laughs> That's the real problem back in the day. People skipping leg day now, no one does. Everyone makes sure to do their leg day properly. Well, if you just do a lot of run, if you do a lot of running, you'll get some, you'll get some nice tight legs. That's how. Like I don't do much with my legs specifically, but from running, I have some pretty defined. Well, James, calves. I mean, James, we've heard what happens when you try to work out. Don't you even, know what? Don't even start. Don't no, even start. fuck that. Fuck it. I got, I got ab definition. I, it's, it's, it's clear that fine. it's, it's clear that you're just falling apart. You're not, you know, that's a major gym foul. You need to get, you just stay in your lane and just get your nerd job. Absolutely not. Stay away from the beaches. Absolutely not. You're not going to bem it up, bro. No, I'm bemming it the whole way. I'm bemming it all the way to paradise, baby. Dude, you're bemming nothing. I'm bemming it all. This is a really interesting (laughs) conversation. Well, it's not as important to you. Stay out of it, Shay. This is I'm a fired. Conversation. What the fuck else can you do to me? Yeah, you're right, not I'm getting paid the, for this episode. I'm already, on the other, I'm already on the other line with Curly Shea. She's, yes. ready, to go. She's ready to get started. Curly Shea is not very funny, but works extremely cheap and always shows <laughs> right. up. No right. self-worth whatsoever. <laughs> She's just glad to be part of the team. Yep. Uh, closing plugs. You can hit us up with your requests at Darkside's Couch on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. You can listen and subscribe on Spotify, Google Play Podcasts, on Amazon Play Music Streaming, Pod Deckcaster, whatever they're calling that one. Darksidescouch.com or wherever you get your podcast. Mike, what are we doing next time? So we're doing uh, Ghost Rider, but it's like the one where the Ghost Rider uh, forms his Avengers called the Midnight Suns. Yes. Uh, Ghost Rider issue 31 from like 1992 or so. Uh, also known as, yeah, 19. 19- 1990 Mike, because it's Mike's exact uh, <laughs> wheelhouse of weird, shitty Marvel comics from the 90s. Yeah, I, although I never really heard of any of this, and this is all kind of new to me. I never really, I never read Ghost Rider growing up. Which is weird because, uh, I don't know, I would think you, you would think, be a big Ghost Rider. You think I'd be all about guy. it, right? You think I did, but nope. His name wasn't Wolverine, so I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would have assumed you were into the mystical stuff, the Doctor Strange and Son of Satan and all that. No. Uh, I read mostly X-Men and Wolverine comics. All right. Mostly. That's that's really what I liked in the 90s. I used to like yeah. Spider-Man, and then I got bored. Yeah, I was Batman and Spider-Man. That was probably my biggest ones. Shay was uh, reading uh, I Know Why the Caged Mockingbird Kills whatever. Or a Babysitter's Club. Uh, uh, at what age specifically are we are we aiming for? Uh, I guess this would be about four, four to nine. Yeah, four to nine, because it's like the 90s, right? You were, you were alive then, correct? Yeah. yeah. alive, yeah. Like early '90s, I was what was that? Like three to eight, I think, close enough. You can go oh, yeah, up to ten. Enough. What were you? Were yeah? You can go up Goose to the age of ten. I bet. I bet Shay was an avid oh, Goosebumps I, I read reader. Goosebumps too. I did too. Yeah, a little bit. I I could read at a pretty young age, so I think by ten. Uh, flexing. Don't flex like James though, or you'll get boobs. <laughs> Uh, it yeah. It's no, a real I think thing. I was like Babysitters Club is probably a, a real good guess. Or uh, Ramona, huh? No. Do you guys remember Ramona? <laughs> no. I or, remember uh, her, but no, I don't. Uh, no. Or, or I never Ribsy? really got into all those. Ribsy books. the dog. Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> a lot of Cliffords. Yeah, my dad used to read the Ramona Ribsy the dog books to me. That's how I learned to read. Actually, is from those books. And then he would say, "There's your story. Now put on these oversized sweatpants and get to bed." 
It'd be more like, get to bed, son. You have a grueling man job to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, your pain Uh, is funny. Like if there was, if there was like a mine like near where I grew up, I would have worked at that mine at the age of nine years old. (laughs) Like the only reason, the only reason I was not a child miner was because it was not available in my area. You guys realize I look like such a fucking asshole here because Mike talks about his youth like he's going to be slave labor. James talks mm-hmm. about going to visit the government cheese. Mm-hmm. And I talked about how I went to Disney. I went to mm-hmm. Disney World with my with the with school band. Eat uh, shit, Goofy took a picture with me. I'm gonna I'm sorry guys. <laughs> he didn't even James. charge. He just did it to be nice. You're just here to represent the wealth inequality in this country. No, <laughs> I was not wealthy. You're like, my Relative dad voted for Ronald Reagan every chance he could. He still does. <laughs> yeah, he still writes him in every time. Ronald fucking Reagan. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ronald Reagan, we got lots of spooky stuff coming up soon. So right. if anybody, hey, like that. Uh, anybody got anything else they want to add before we head out of here? Uh, well, remember, guys, that uh, if you're working out and you're doing it in a way that it grows boobs, it is the okay, opposite of what you want. Shay, got any, got you, do you have anything you'd like to hurt me with today? <laughs> I mean, if you tear your arms then or your butt or something, then that's going to look a lot cooler. James, it sounds like you're doing a good enough job of hurting yourself. You don't even need me to, to jump at you a little bit. That's it. That's it. We're done. Ta-ta for now, Crypt Crusaders, and we'll frighten you next time on the couch. Dialogue from a play, Hamlet to Horatio. There are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Dialogue from a play written long before men took to the sky. And somewhere in between heaven, the sky, the earth. Hey guys. Yeah. Uh, just right here. I really need a glass of water. Can oh, yeah, you just pause it, yeah, for a hot yeah, second sure. since we're in okay. between stories? Thanks. Oh, okay. Well, Shay's fired. Yep. Shay's <laughs> off the show. No explanation, just not there anymore. I, I never want it mentioned again. <laughs> we just we just move on. <laughs>